So un peu was a little, a little. So a is un, un. And again, that n is getting swallowed up. It's at the end of the syllable. It's getting swallowed up and affecting the vowel before it. We know that a u is like in tu, no? But here it sounds un peu because the n is getting swallowed up into it and changing that vowel. So un is a, a little un peu. How would you say a cake, a gâteau? Un gâteau. Un gâteau. A coffee? Un café. Un café. So the N is not really pronounced, no? We don't go so much into it. It's just affecting the vowel before it. Un café. How is, again, you want? You want? Tu veux. Tu veux. So the U of tu is quite different to the U of un, no? Tu veux. And how would you say do you want? You know more proper or formal way of making questions. Do you want? Veux-tu? Veux-tu? Do you want a cake? <laughs> Do you want a cake? Veux-tu un gâteau? Very good. Veux-tu un gâteau? Veux-tu un gâteau? Do you want a coffee? Veux-tu un café? Very good. Veux-tu un café? Un, U-N, is for masculine nouns, those that take le for the and it. For feminine, for feminine nouns like la baguette, la bicyclette, la situation, la porte, we have une. Une. And this is spelled U-N-E. So this E on the end of une is like the feminine E that we've seen on the end of other feminine nouns, no? Like la Porte, like chose, which is also feminine, the word for thing, la chose, C-H-O-S-E, la baguette. So the E on the end of une is like this feminine E. So that can remind us that une is for feminine words. And this E is also showing us now that we pronounce that N. The N is not on the end of the syllable anymore. We have two syllables now, une. Even though we don't generally pronounce that last E on the end, that's still like part of a separate syllable. So the U is just like in tu. And then we just get une in most dialects of French. But of course we could also hear une with the E on the end. So, U-N-E, une. A for feminine words. In. How would you say, do you want a baguette? Veux-tu une baguette? Veux-tu une baguette? Or, like I mentioned, in some dialects of French, we might hear une. But if we had that accent to pronounce the E on the end of une, then we would also do that on baguette. Veux-tu une baguette? But that's not so common in French. Can you prepare an invitation? Of course, an and a is the same in English, no? An is just what we have before vowels in English. So, an or a is both une here. So, can you prepare an invitation? Peux-tu préparer une invitation? Peux-tu préparer une invitation? What was again I must or I owe related to debt in English? Je dois. Je dois. Good. Spelled D-O-I-S, no? We have the final S there, silent. And we also have the O-I there, that combination of O-I giving us wa, doi. What was to see? Like view in English? Voir. Voir. 
Good. We have the OI. So again, the OI, they're giving us voir, R, with an R on the end, voir. And we hear that R on the end. How would you say you must see the confirmation? You must see the confirmation. Tu dois voir la confirmation. Very good. Tu dois voir la confirmation. I just want to see the invitation. I want just to see the invitation. Je vois juste voir l'invitation. Good, but I think you were holding on to voir at the beginning and you said je voir. <laughs> what what is I want? Je veux juste voir l'invitation. Very good. Je veux juste voir l'invitation. So we see how OI gives us a wa sound, doit, voir, voiture, no, the word for car. And as you would have noticed, French has a lot of vowel sounds, no? So it's a good idea to consciously noticed, which isn't memorizing, it's just getting yourself into the habit of noticing, to consciously notice different combinations of vowels and the sounds they give us. We've seen EU, no, as in he, un peu, je peux, as in veux, and we've seen OI, for example, as in doit, voir, voiture. We can also see this OI combination in some French words we have in English too, such as reservoir, a memoir we have in English as well, memoir or noir, for example, which sometimes makes its way into English. Noir, noir in French, which means black. Uh, we use this in, for example, film noir, no? Black film. Or in fashion or fragrances, where we have a lot of French commercialized. This is spelled N-O-I-R. Noir, black. Or maybe you've seen le chat noir, which is spelled like le Chat Noir, that kind of, that really famous poster of a black cat. Have you seen it? The drawing mm -hmm. of a black cat. This is ah, yes. Le Chat Noir, yes. yes. <laughs> so, you know, uh, we have that in English as well, Noir. Sometimes, like I said, like in Film Noir. And actually, when we say Film Noir, we are employing a French habit. We don't say Black Film, as we would say in English. We say Film Black, no? Film Noir. And that's a French habit. How was the cake? Le gâteau. Le gâteau, good. So, in French, if we want to say the black cake, we will say the cake black, just like film noir, where we say film black, or le chat noir, where we say the cat black. So, the black cake? Le gâteau noir. Good. Le gâteau noir. How was coffee in French? Le café. Good. So coffee is masculine, no? Le café. Even though it ends with an E, which we've said is generally a mark of a feminine word, although the E on café is accented and, and always pronounced. Le café. So, if you want to say the black coffee... Le café noir. Very good. Le café noir. A black coffee? Un café noir. Good. So if we forget about the pronunciation of A, we can just look back to Ampe, a little, a little Ampe. Un café noir. How do we say, do you want, with, with the inversion, how is that, do you want? Veux-tu? Veux-tu. Do you want a black coffee? Veux-tu un café noir? Very good. Veux-tu 
un café noir, you must prepare a black coffee. You must prepare a black coffee. And this could also mean one black coffee. You must prepare one black coffee. Tu dois préparer un café noir. Very good. Tu dois préparer un café noir. You must prepare it. And with this it, we mean the black coffee. You must prepare it. Tu dois le préparer. Very good. Tu dois le préparer. So when we have le or la as it, he, she, now it comes closer to the verb referring to it. And of course, the same applies for me, no, which was, what was me in French? Me. Me, good. You must see me later. You must see me later. Tu dois me voir plus tard. Very good. Tu dois me voir plus tard. So the information there in French comes in a slightly different order, no? You must me to see later. You must prepare me. How would you say that? You must prepare me. Tu dois me préparer. Very good. Tu dois me préparer. You must see the introduction. You must see the introduction. Tu dois voir l'introduction. You're a bit insecure about the pronunciation of introduction, no? Yes, it is a bit difficult. So just take some time to go through each syllable. Now I think about how it will sound. So, the first bit. Intro. Good. Duction. L'introduction. So at the end there, we have duction. L'introduction. We have C, like que, and then the T, like ce. Very good. So give it to me all together. And you don't have to hold on to that in your memory. No. What you need to hold on to is the process, which is taking your time to go through it slowly and whatever time you need to be sure about what you're doing. So, you must see the introduction. Tu dois voir l'introduction. Tu dois voir l'introduction. To introduce, to introduce, in the sense of introducing people, for this you will say to present in French rather than trying to find to introduce. So how would to present be in French, to present? We can start with finding presentation. Présentation. Présentation. So we have P-R-E, the E with an accent, so we get pré with this E sound. And then we have S-E-N. This S sounds like a Z, like in English, presentation. But we have E-N. We have an N on the end of a syllable. So that's going to be sucked into the E which changes the sound, présent, présentation, like in the number 30, which was trente. And there we had T-R-E-N-T-E. So how would to present be to present? Présenter. And the S is like a Z, the S between vowels. Présenter. Can you introduce me? Can you present me? Petit me présenter. Peux-tu me présenter? Very good. 